and welcome back to Top Chair Sports. Uh, I'm Victor. I'm joined today here by Brett. Uh, Hello. <laughs> no Spencer today as um, he had to take some time off for personal reasons. And in the meantime, we are going to focus on hockey, uh, which we believe is a sport that the two of us can primarily handle anyways between the crew of the three of us. Uh, so yeah. with that, uh we are, of course, in part two of a part to be determined hockey segment. Um, we're not really sure how long we're going to carry this out for. Uh, and especially as hockey starts back up, how many more will be strictly hockey focused. Uh, but anyways, last time, in case you didn't hear it, we went through the qualifying round for the Western Conference with all the qualifying round matchups, as well as a round robin prediction for uh, the top four teams, and then went into matchups we would love to see in the second round or we think would be exciting. Uh, today, we will be doing the same thing for the Eastern Conference and uh, just seeing on this side of the bracket what is the most intriguing thing to us. Um, just a reminder to everybody in the qualifying round for all the actual matchups uh, is a best of five series and then the play-in or the round robin for the top four teams uh, is just that, where they will each play each other one time and uh, best seeding will result from that. So, with that. Yes, and I do want to also just note, as of today, actually, when we're recording this, the NHLPA and NHL did agree to exact dates for all of this to start. Um, so that's very exciting. Um, and we know the qualifying round games will start on August 1st, um, officially agreed upon. So we're less yeah. than a month away from all this. Yeah, very exciting. Um, a little worrisome for me as the more that they've had things back in action, the more cases we are seeing among players and staff. Uh, so I wonder if everything will go according to plan, um, because, of course, first and foremost is the safety and health of the players. So we'll see how it all plays out. It's about it. I mean, I look at... I look at like Bundesliga and Premier League and they have yet to have a positive test once they've started playing and gotten in their like bubbles. Um, so I think that'll be the same. I think the NHL, once they get in training camps, you know, it's just a team. It's highly restricted then to just the team and staff. I think we're going to start seeing the numbers go down and I, I hope and think that they'll be all right. Yeah. I hope. As that's all we can do at the moment. So with that, we'll start with the 8-9 matchup in the East. We have the 8-seed Toronto Maple Leafs taking on the 9-seed Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, <laughs> I think this is a matchup that a lot of people are overlooking. Uh, I think that a lot of people in this matchup are only looking at the names of the teams, not really what is going into each team um, as of this year. That being said, in this matchup, I have Toronto in five. Um, I think they are the better team, and uh, I give them an advantage in goaltending coming off of, or while they have all this time off and nobody's really on a hot streak headed in. <laughs> Honestly, um, like if you had to pick one team not named Bo the Boston Bruins, that would give Toronto 
like that's just the worst possible matchup for the Leafs. It would be the Columbus Blue Jackets. And it's so funny to me that this is who this is who they get to play. This is who they have to play. Um I disagree. I I I'm taking Columbus in this. Um I do think it'll go 5. I agree with you there. Again, I think we'll see a lot of, you know, five game series in the qualifying round just with all the rust and the getting back in the swing of things. Um, and you're right. Toronto is the better team on paper. Toronto is the better team. But when I look at both of these teams and their style of play and it's playoff hockey, I just, the Blue Jackets are a much grindier team. I I think they have better depth. They can roll four lines and I they have the ability and the players the way John Tortorella coaches them to just shut down the Leafs and shut down their top stars. And you mentioned the goaltending. Yes, Freddie Anderson's probably the best goalie of the four goalies that are in this matchup. But I don't know. I I really like Columbus in this. I really do. Yeah. And um, I'm by no means do I think Toronto is going to blow them out. As I said, I'll have it in five. Uh, and... Yeah, I mean, yeah, so um, Columbus, by every means, I think, uh, really surprised people in the spot they're already in this play or this season as a whole, uh, especially for where we stopped um, after losing two of their biggest people last year in the offseason and really uh, counting on them for a lot of things. I don't think many people expected them to be so close or. Uh, even in such a good playoff spot when it's expanded to this 2014 bracket. But yeah, I, I'm not going to doubt them, especially after last year. I just, I'm going to take Toronto. So, uh, I hear you. with that, we head to our 5-12 matchup of the 5 seed Pittsburgh Penguins taking on the 12 seed Toronto or Montreal Canadiens. Excuse me. Um, I have the Penguins in four here. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if it goes five if everybody is playing in this i do know there's rumors that carrie price has uh some skepticism about playing uh he's one of the few players who himself has come out and said that he's at least considering not playing um or i should say one of the bigger name players in the league uh and that being said between that and jake Gensel, who should be able to be fully healthy for the penguins by the start of this uh, I just like the Penguins in four here. Yeah, um, no disrespect to Carey Price, but with or without him, I have the Pens in four. Um, I agree with everything you just said. And honestly, Montreal shouldn't even be here. It should be Buffalo. Um, I just want to – I can't stress enough how unfair this was to the Sabres. They played one less game than the Canadians. Um they were scheduled to face each other. That was the next game on the schedule. And the Sabres were undefeated against the Canadians all season. Um, had they won that game, they would have passed Montreal and they would be here in the playoffs ending their drought. Um, so Sabres fans, I'm sorry. Just wanted to make a note of that. But as for the Canadians, yeah. Um, I, there's The Penguins are just a better team in every facet of the game. And... Again, it won't be a sweep. I don't see any sweeps. But, yeah, Pens will handle them in four pretty easily, I think. Yeah, and uh, one thing I really do like uh, 
And being a Penguins fan, maybe it's because I watch them more, so I notice different things for them uh, where I may not pick up on it for certain teams. Um, but Sidney Crosby, who has dealt with a lot of injuries, when he comes back, uh, it doesn't matter how much time he's missed, he's usually ready to go right off the bat. So uh, quarantine being just another one to that list of reasons why he hasn't been able to play or be on the ice for a while. Um, if some teams really rely on their big name players after a long period of time off. And I think that uh, he will be one of the leaders as to show that they need to get right back in the group of it. And certainly not having to go to the bell center is also a huge advantage for the penguins in this having a neutral site. Right. That's big. Right. Um, with that, we'll head to our seven ten matchup. Uh, the seven-seeded New York Islanders take on the ten-seeded Florida Panthers. I'm going to be a little different. I'm going to take the Panthers in this one. Uh, I think the Islanders are the the Islanders, of course, going into this are the better team as far as they're the higher seed. I just think the Panthers really underwhelmed this whole year, and uh, I think they could be a lot higher than the ten-seed in an expanded playoff of the Eastern Conference, but. That being said, if Bobrovsky can get off to a good start, I just think they have the firepower to win the series. Uh, I see this going five either way. But, yeah, I'm going to take the Panthers here. Yeah, um, underwhelming and the Florida Panthers seem to go hand-in-hand every season. Um, and you're you're right. I think, I think this break could really help Sergei Bobrovsky find his game again. Um, and if that's the case, I think we could see a very interesting series. But I can never go against the Barry Trotskoe's team, especially in the first round, especially against, you know, a team that has underwhelmed. Um, so I'll take the Islanders here. I'll take them in four um, in this series. Nice. Um, and then finally, closing out the actual matchups in the qualifying round, we have the 60 Carolina Hurricanes. Hosts taking on, not really hosting, the 11 seed New York Rangers. This to me is the best matchup of the first round in, or the qualifying round, I should say, in the East. Uh, I believe you feel the same. I know we'll get to that in a sec. I'm very torn uh, on this series and the fact that the Rangers should be pretty healthy to go here really makes me wonder. I'm actually. I'm still so torn on this series. It doesn't matter how many times I talk about it or think about it. Um, do you do you need more time? Do you want me to go? No, it's okay. I'm going to take the Rangers in five. Uh, I won't be surprised either way, but I I don't know. I just have a good feeling about the Rangers for their sake. Yeah, uh, you're exactly right. I think this is going to be the most exciting. I think it'll certainly be the highest scoring first round series. Um I, I'm expecting a fast-paced, high-scoring games in general. Of course, it might not be as fast-paced given the lengthy break, but whatever. Um, it's tough because the Hurricanes have been such a good playoff team in recent years under Brindamore, and the Rangers were very hot, Um Obviously, that's out the window, so they don't really have that momentum going. Um, so I'm going to take Carolina here in five. 
just because I I do think they have better depth um, and better goaltending, which ultimately I think will win them the series. But it, One th- again, I won't be surprised either way as well. One thing I want to bring up because uh, I know a lot of stars as far as uh, talent in the league, not the team, um, should be back for this. Is Dougie Hamilton going to be playing? Or should yes. we expect him? So that's just another thing uh, that I wanted to clear up for everybody as far as something to think about for this series. Yeah, Dougie will be playing, but I would recommend um, just if not betting on any game in this series or any outcome because, yeah, this is about as big of a coin flip as you could have. Only bet to make here is that it'll probably go five games. And, yeah. Yeah. Um. But even that, with all this break, we who knows? Uh, but yes, this is definitely one of the matchups uh, I can't wait to see. Um, that brings us to our top four seed round robin. Uh, with the current standings headed into the round robin have been the Boston Bruins at one, the Tampa Bay Lightning at two, the Washington Capitals at three, and the Philadelphia Flyers at four. Um, I'm going to take almost the same order. I might actually flip the Capitals and the Flyers. Uh, if it would have happened, if there would have been no break, I think the Flyers could have ended ahead. They were one of the hottest teams uh, going into the break. And although both bring a, a big physicality, I just, or a strong physicality, I, I think the Flyers will find a way to end out ahead here. So, yeah, that's the only flip I have in this. Yeah, the Caps kind of got lucky that they got another Metro division title this year. Cause I definitely think, yeah, that was, that was Philly's division. Um, yeah. Like I kind of said with the West, I kind of hate how they're doing this, you know, having this determine the seating. I don't really think that's fair. Um, and I have no idea how it's going to shake out um, given, you know, just what are they playing? Just one game against each. Right. Each other. Yeah. That could go any sort of direction, but I'll just rank them in terms of who I think is the strongest teams um, in the East. So I would go Philly at four, um, Tampa three, Washington two, Boston one. Okay. Um, Yeah. I mean, we both agree Boston would have been President's Trophy champions almost. Yes. Guaranteed. Uh, I wonder, are they still getting awarded that? They probably are. Yeah, they'll be awarded (laughs) As far as stats are concerned, they are the President's Trophy um, for this year. Okay, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I do know, that being said, that they're actually the only team who I think talked about resting their starters, uh, which to me is a little surprising since all they've had is rest lately. Uh, Right. (laughs) Not necessarily all their starters. I should just say a few big names, uh, Pasta and Marchand were mentioned before. but That's a whole other issue, right? So, like... I kind of get that. Like, do you really want to risk injury in meaningless round robin games? Right. When those teams might just be more physical since they know they're top four anyways. Right. Yeah. I don't think any of these, unless you're the four seed, I really don't, even then, I don't see any of these teams actually wanting to like play meaningful round robin games. I think playing scrimmages against each other. So you're not at an unfair advantage and haven't played yet would be a good idea but to actually like 
play meaningful games. Like, yeah, it's just right. It especially, feels so unnecessary, especially when you don't even know. Like it's it's not even advantageous to be a certain seat because you don't know who's coming out of that first round yet. So exactly. Yeah. So uh, yeah, in some ways, I mean, I'd almost rather play certain teams rather than an eight or a nine seed. I mean, you're assuming the higher seed wins every matchup, but who knows? Uh, so with that, I'll let you uh, go first on this. What potential matchups uh, are you most excited for in the first round that you could have? Um, well, I'll go, I'll take, I think there's two obvious ones. I'll take one of those two right now. And that would be Boston facing Toronto. Um, just, you know, their recent playoff history with each other is quite comical. Uh, if you dislike the Leafs, like a lot of people do, it's quite, uh, heartbreaking if you like the Leafs, um, but either way, I think we can all agree that they put on entertaining playoff series and um, they hate each other. And I think it'd be really fun to see. Fair. Yeah. Uh, I mean, talk about unlucky for Toronto if they have to play a grindy series with Columbus and finally they get a playoff series win for the first time in how many years and then they face Boston yet again. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. It it it's funny as a non-Leafs fan to watch, but man, they must hate it. So yeah. Uh one of the ones I'm most excited for for is uh I actually have whoever wins the six eleven matchup. Uh I'm very excited to take on the three seed, which to me is the Flyers. Uh but in my mind it's the Flyers or Caps. Uh, I know we don't agree yet necessarily on where the lightning fall, but I have both the Metro teams as the three or four. So whichever one it is, I'm very intrigued about that. Metro is so strong this year uh, as they are most years, but especially this year that any of these teams meeting each other in the playoffs would just be crazy to me. So uh, where I had Philly as the three seed, I think a Rangers flyer series would be incredible. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, another one I'd like to see is Florida Tampa. Um, I, I think this is exactly what the Panthers need is they need to face their Florida quote unquote rivals in a playoff series because one that hasn't really happened like in a very long time. And two, it's it, it would generate some interest, you know? Like, they're supposed to be rivals, but they really aren't because nobody cares about the Panthers. And yeah. if the Panthers especially can win that playoff series, then you start developing a rivalry and you start gaining some more interest in the franchise. And I, th- I just think it's what they need. I, like, yeah. Tampa doesn't need it at all. I would just want to see that. for um, But Florida really does. And... I think it's just a great way to potentially make a rivalry that is a natural rivalry that should be, exist right now anyways, but it really just doesn't. Um, so f- for that sake, just the hope of a new rivalry, I would want that to happen. Yeah. Yeah, that would be big. It would also just be big for not only Florida, but a lot of just Southern 
areas where hockey isn't as prevalent and that's why they don't like although they have a team there they don't get nearly the fan base that teams up north do and uh yeah i think that we could turn this into a big thing for uh for hockey down south if you have a florida florida rivalry um in a playoff series like if you have that matchup that could be something great that starts there and the rivalry yeah it would make so much sense and it's a shame that it it really doesn't exist yeah already like they say it does but it really doesn't yeah no as far as tampa is concerned i mean their biggest rival is boston and most tampa people would say that their second biggest rival is toronto and when you're the only other team in the same division as tampa that is within about a thousand miles and you're not even looked at as a top two rival i mean every other team is from detroit or buffalo up in the atlantic and Tampa doesn't consider their own backyard neighbor essentially a rival. So uh, mm-hmm. at least not to the level that Florida believes them to be. So yeah, that, that could be a great thing. Also, although they're very far and few between, there has been a little bit of rumors as far as like, would Florida ever move? Um, do the Panthers need to move because they don't get enough support? So I mean, they do, I mean, but they won't. Yeah. Uh, so I think a big playoff ma- series for them, even if they can't win, but uh, if they can like win that first round or the qualifying round and get a very intense series in the, the first round. That, yeah, even that get would... seven, you know, it would generate more interest. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Uh, with that, the final matchup I'm interested in in the uh, East. You get two more. Well, I talked about one. Um, I mean, I'm intrigued for many of these. Uh, Boston, Toronto, of course, as you brought up. Okay, the second major one (laughs) that that I'm interested in is whoever, assuming the Penguins win the qualifying round, whoever they play, I will love to see it. Uh, Again, I have it being Washington or Philly primarily. Uh, I believe I have it being exactly Washington based off my predictions. So I'm just intrigued. Depends where only a point or two out. Uh, I don't know as far as percentage what they were, but I know they were only a point or two behind Philly at the time. Um, it was a pretty close ending between those top three teams, especially in the in the Metro. And uh, it's just intriguing to me. Like, they almost got that by. I'm so excited to see, assuming they win again in the qualifying round, who they play and how it goes in that first round. Yeah. That that's a good one. I would definitely rather see, I guess, Penn's Flyers personally. Um get the battle of PA. Mm-hmm. Save the caps for the second round. You know. But uh yeah. uh yeah, that's a good one. Um the last one, I mean, I have like three others, but I'll just pick one. Um I would like to see the Islanders caps again. I was actually just about that not even again but just yeah islanders caps because trots hasn't gotten a chance to face his you know the team he led to their first ever cup uh since he's left and i think that could uh you know they're already semi-rivals being in the same division but i think that could really be just a fun series for that aspect uh just very the very trots factor yeah um i guess the third matchup and i think it's the most 
unlikely to happen of my three uh, because I believe pretty strongly in the Penguins. But let's say the Canadians win the first or the qualifying round. I would be very intrigued to see them play uh, Boston. I mean, you never know what can happen to original six teams. There's there's a lot of beef between those teams uh, over the years. And honestly, Boston's a lot better team, but we see Boston struggle sometimes with teams they shouldn't. I mean, they lost, I think, three of four to Detroit this year. Detroit, who had half the amount of points as the second worst team in the league. So, yeah, the fact that Boston, especially, I mean, everybody's rusty. So, you know, if Carey Price plays and finds his groove, you, I mean, he's capable of stealing it. I don't think he's capable of stealing the seven-game series. I uh, think if they play Boston, that Boston would probably win in five. And I wouldn't be surprised if they won in in five. But um, I just think that could be very interesting. Like, I think that would get uh, pretty overlooked as well as a possibility. Yeah, that's a good one. I almost that was one of the ones I was deciding between as well. Um, again, talk about two teams that hate each other. It always makes for a fun series, and that's exactly what that would be, for sure. Yeah, one. Um, and I do want to bring up one other thing because I wasn't even thinking about it till now, and I don't know if, as someone who supports the Lightning, I want it or I will hate it. But the fact that there's a decent chance we could see Columbus Tampa. I mean. Rematch of last year when the one of the biggest upsets we've ever seen happened. So, yeah, there's a lot of uh, potential for incredible first round matchups here. Yeah, and um, that would be another fun one. That was another one I was thinking about. Um, I I think Tampa would be more prepared this year. Um, I I would take them in that series, but I do think that would be a tough series still. At least six games for sure. Yeah, so all in all, I mean, although, again, most for these qualifying round teams in the East wouldn't have been here in a normal year, they still provide a lot of uh, competition and potential for great matchups, both in that qualifying round and if they break through. So uh, although it's different and hockey's been on pause, uh, I am very excited for how this is happening and the fact that we are going to see a finish as I know pretty much anybody who even remotely likes hockey uh, is ecstatic about this. And yeah, I count the dates till August 1st. Anything from you, Brett? Um, no. Yeah. Just counting down the days. Training camp's open in, uh, I guess, about a week. So that's cool. And then, yeah, we'll get the games going soon. Yeah. Um, with that, we wrap up at least the qualifying round of our NHL talk. Uh, we need to discuss among our team as we are not sure how we're going to continue this, whether we wait for the actual NHL season or playoffs to start up before going into more matchups, or if we just kind of carry out based on our original predictions, what our bracket will look like. So please follow uh, us on Twitter. If you don't already at top chair sport um, and we will post there what our plan is by the end of the week for our next podcast. So thank you guys for tuning in to Top Chair Sports and the Beer League Bench Talk and uh, stay safe and healthy out there, guys.